Hey, I'm Robbie. I'm 29 years old, born and raised in Los Angeles. I am an actor. I love listening to music. I try to watch at least one movie every day. I've really gotten into hiking. It's been like one of the things that's kept me sane. And my dating life, a uh, little bit of a stop and go roller coaster, I would describe it as. One of my exes described me as too sensitive. Another, I called her the micromanager, just a little bit uh, too controlling, I suppose. I'm just looking for someone who's compatible with me, who looks at life as an adventure and, um, you know, is just passionate about their dreams. They say love can find you anywhere. Parties, offices, grocery stores, the hellscape that is Tinder. But no one has ever found love on a podcast in a virtual hangout until now. I'm your host, Tara Michelle, and welcome to Blind Dating, a Spotify original from Parcast. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. There's a new class of blockbuster drugs. Drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we're helping 29-year-old Robbie find his perfect match. Welcome to Blind Dating, Robbie. Oh, thanks. Glad to be here. Okay, Robbie, so here's how the show works. You're about to meet two strangers and you'll have to get to know them as quickly as possible. But there's a twist. You'll only be able to hear them throughout the show and you won't see who your potential love interests are until after you've made your choice. So, Robbie, are you ready to meet the matches? <laughs> I've never done anything like this, but let's do it. Okay, let's meet match number one, Gracie. They're a 23-year-old self-proclaimed Jedi in the streets, but a Sith in the sheets. So you'll obviously have to know your Star Wars trivia with this one. Welcome to the show, Gracie. Hi, great to be here. So Gracie, let's hear a little bit more about yourself. Sure. I am 23 years old. I'm from Orange County, and I'm an entertainer, a massage therapist, and a writer. I'm a big Star Wars fan, obviously. <laughs> On the weekends, I love to go to the beach with my dog. I would stay in the ocean all day if I could. Dreams of being a mermaid. <laughs> I have dated a wide variety of people to see what works for me. Uh, most of my current relationships are more like situationships that last maybe a few weeks. I feel like there's so many options in LA, and it's just a swipe and you have someone new to hang out with, so it's easy not to stay with somebody for a longer period of time. In a partner, I want someone who, like me, is goofy and kind and can make me laugh. I'm always trying to be better, and I would love a partner who's interested in the same thing. If you figure out how to become a mermaid, let me know because I'm also interested. <laughs> Noted. When I grow skills, <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, and now, Robbie, let's meet match number two, Sarah. She is a 28-year-old Pisces, a vegan foodie, and a self-proclaimed chef. Welcome to the show, Sarah. 
Thank you. Happy to be here. So let's hear a little bit about your backstory now. So I'm Sarah. I'm 28 years old. I was born in Monterey, California, but I grew up in Orlando, Florida. I am here in LA as a registered nurse, and I absolutely love what I do. I love being out in nature, hiking, running, biking, the beach, all of it. I love it. I would say that the guys I've dated in the past were not bad guys. I think that we just were on the same page at the same time because I believe it's important to build a foundation of friendship. I think we should be intentional about that. And that way, when you don't feel like loving your person, you can take off your lover hat and put on your friendship hat. I'm looking for an adventure buddy for all that life has to offer. A confident man who desires a lasting relationship, but built on the foundation of friendship. I'm looking for the exact same thing. Friendship first is definitely the way to go. Okay, Robbie, let's hear some of your first impressions. Gracie is quite funny. The mermaid stuff was cracking me up. And with Sarah, she just strikes me as such a sweetheart, which is a type of personality I usually get along with. I'm sort of more of a gentle, easygoing guy. So I need someone who's, you know, aware of that and can appreciate that. Some solid first impressions here. Sounds like we have a couple of awesome matches for you. Okay, let's keep this thing moving. Now that we've exchanged pleasantries and made our first impressions, things are about to get personal. Gracie and Sarah, I'll ask you a series of questions. You'll give your answers first, but don't think we're going to leave you out, Robbie. You're going to answer last, so we'll see how you all match up. So let's just jump right in. What's the most important physical attribute that you look for in a partner? Gracie, I'm going to let you answer this one first. For me, I think the most important physical attribute would be a smile. I really like a nice smile um, and kind eyes too. I feel like you can see someone's soul through their eyes and it's really telling, especially on a first date. Sarah, what do you think? What's the most important physical attribute? So kind of like Gracie said, just the whole face for me, but I have a strange nose fetish. I know that's strange, but... I like a cute nose. Describe this perfect nose that you have in your mind. Proportionate to the face, not overly big, not skinny, but like plump. <laughs> plump and pointed. Robbie, do you, do you think you have a cute nose? Just well, wondering. Now I'm, I'm like feeling my nose, trying to see if it matches that <laughs> description. <laughs> yeah, when, when you asked that question, the first word that came to my head was face. So I think we're all on the same level, and especially as an actor, you know, the personality, the soul, everything's communicated in facial expressions. But if I had to be a little bit devilish, I do enjoy a nice pair of legs. Okay, you know what? A nice pair of legs goes a long way, right? Gracie, I'm gonna start you off on the next one. Who do you think should pay on the first date? I think whoever asks the other person out should pay or at least should offer. I always offer to at least split because I don't, I don't know. I don't really buy into heteronormative behavior as much. So I'm like, it doesn't matter what your gender is. Whoever asked or whoever wants to should be the person that does it. I love spoiling my partner and I also love being spoiled by my partner. I think that's a, a true, powerful and positive, yummy relationship. Yummy, I love that word. Sarah, what do you think? Who should pay on the first date? So I always bring my wallet and I always prepare to pay for myself. But if he offers on the first date, then I accept. I make sure that he sees that I was willing to pay for myself, but I definitely accept when he wants to pay for the first date. And then moving forward, 
I think that it's whoever's idea it was. And Robbie, what do you think? That was such an interesting conversation to have these days. These roles are so much more fluid than, say, like our parents' generation. So it's it's such an interesting conversation. And I pretty much agree with everyone, although I will say I, I always make the offer because it makes me feel good to know I took care of my date. You know, even if we don't see each other again, it just makes me happy. We have a final question, which I'm going to let Sarah answer first. What is your biggest fear? So when it comes to relationships, my biggest fear would be not finding that true, true love. You know, somebody that's like your best friend and you literally can be yourself and do all the all the crazy things that life has to offer with. I just want I want that. Gracie, what about you? My biggest fear in general is sharks, uh, but <laughs> but when it comes to dating, my biggest fear honestly is probably lying. I really don't, lying doesn't sit well with me. It's a huge breach of trust. I feel like the foundation gets really shook when that happens. So lying would definitely be my biggest fear in a relationship. And Robbie, what's your biggest fear? Well, in general, fear of heights, which is funny for someone who flies a lot and um, hikes a lot. But in relationships, I'm totally on, on board with these two. But I wouldn't say lying. My biggest fear is holding back. Life is short. And if you really love someone, I just like to put all my cards on the table. Well, there were a lot of really great responses there. I'm genuinely impressed. Robbie, you have your hands full. I wish you the best of luck when it comes to having to make this decision. All right, Robbie, things are getting serious. So now it's time to turn up the heat for your one-on-one -on -one with each dater. You'll be playing two truths and a lie, and each match will present two truths and one lie about their past dating history. You have one guess to pick the lie, so choose wisely. So Robbie, we're gonna start with Sarah, which means Gracie, we're actually gonna put you into a waiting room for the time being, and we'll bring you back when it's your turn. Okay, Sarah, let's hear your two truths and a lie. Okay. So a guy cried on our first date when I said I didn't want a second date. My ex and I broke up after we road tripped across the country. And I had a first date on an airplane with a man I met in the airport. Oh my God. Robbie, what do you think is the lie? Wow. I totally believe that someone would cry on, on a date if they, if they got axed for the second date. I totally think that could happen. The road trip thing, eh, it could happen. But I think the airplane thing's crazy enough to be true. So I'm gonna go with the unexpected and say that the road trip is the lie. Sarah, which one is it? Good job. That one is the lie. Oh, cool. <laughs> awesome guess. So a guy actually cried on your first date when you said you didn't want to go on a second? He actually cried on the first date. And it was just like, for me, a mix of emotions. Like, I don't know if I should be flattered or weirded out by the situation. Like, I didn't expect it. I'll just say that. I didn't expect it because I was just like, I mean, you thought the date went well. <laughs> right? Like, you got to feel it out. I don't know why he got so emotionally invested in someone that obviously was not super interested. Right. And on the first date, I mean. Wow. Not great. <laughs> okay, Sarah, we're actually going to set you back into the waiting room and we're going to bring you back in a little bit. Sounds good. Okay, now it's time for Gracie's one-on-one. -on -one. So let's hear your two truths and a lie. Sure. For my exes in my one year, we got tickets to a concert and I ended up getting kicked out. I had to leave and my partner chose to stay and watch the show. 
Another one, one time at a concert, someone intentionally dumped my drink on me and so my partner punched them. And my longest relationship was two years and we met on Tinder. Wow, okay, I have so many questions, but Robbie, which one do you think is the lie? Wow, okay, so they're all pretty believable, so this is a tough one, but uh, she's got two concert stories. So I'm going to go with my gut and say one of those concert stories is going to cancel the other one out. So I'm going to say your date punching the guy sounds a bit like a movie moment. So I'm going to go with that being a lie. Although it's cool if it really happened. Gracie, which one is it? That's true. That was a lie. (laughs) They didn't end up getting punched, but I came close. How did you get kicked out from this concert and why did your partner stay? (laughs) Yeah, that one was really messed up. Uh, Yeah, we got tickets to my, well, it was my ex's favorite musician and we were really close to the front. I may or may not have tried hopping on stage and yeah, they wanted to stay and I got kicked out. After that, our relationship was pretty rocky, to be honest, (laughs) because I was like, wow, okay, I see where your priorities lie. Oh my God, that's crazy. Gracie, we're actually going to send you back into the waiting room just for a minute, and we'll bring you back in in a little bit. So, Robbie, what did you think about everybody's answers? Do you know what you're going to do yet? Oh, I have no idea. They've both been great. I mean, you have Gracie, this kind of wild child, and then Sarah, the sweet down-to-earth one, and I I really don't know. Um, So we'll see what happens. Well, as we like to say, romance is in the air, love is on the line, and it all boils down to our bachelor's big decision. Welcome back, everybody. All right, Robbie, so now that we have our matches back, it's time for your big decision. Who's it gonna be? Gracie, who might get you kicked out of a concert with her, or Sarah, who might steal your nose? Oh, man. Do I really have to pick? Oh, this is the part I was dreading. I I just want to say to both, you both seem like really special people. And either way, something something cool could happen, I think. I just, oh, I really have to pick. I think Gracie seems like so exciting and stuff. But I think with my personality type, um, someone like Sarah might um, balance out some of my traits So I was really on the fence, but I think I'm going to pick Sarah. Okay, well, Gracie, let's have you turn your cameras on and so we can all say hello and see your lovely face. Oh, hey, Gracie. Hi. Oh, so nice to meet you. You know, it's just the rules of the game. It would have been cool to hang, but, uh, you know. All good. No worries. Thank you so much, Gracie. It was so great getting to know you and best of luck. Thanks. Okay, we're actually gonna have Sarah go into the waiting room before our big reveal. So Robbie, what did you think? What did Gracie look like? Gracie seemed super cool. They've got this short brown pixie cut. I'm getting like serious Alan Page hacker vibes. They're wearing a a red tank top with this cool necklace. And I'm just hoping I made the right decision, honestly. Fingers crossed. All right, well, let's bring Sarah back in the room. Welcome back, Sarah. Thank you. And then there were two. It's the moment of truth. It's time for you both to turn your cameras on and see each other for the first time. On one, three, two, one. 
Hey, Sarah. Hi, Robbie. It's good to finally see you. Yeah, it's good to see to put a face with the voice. Right, the the nose, right? <laughs> the, the nose is cute. Okay, I passed the nose <laughs> test. That's good. Love it. Okay, Sarah, we're actually going to have you go back into the waiting room quickly so we can chat with Robbie just a little bit. Okay, sounds good. So, Robbie, for everyone listening along at home, tell us what she looked like. She's gorgeous. She's got this beautiful, curly brown hair that really pops and um, she's got a sweet smile, you know, dark eyes. I'm getting like a low-key, like old-school brandy sort of thing going on. And um, yeah, I'm just super excited with my pick. Oh yeah, she's absolutely stunning. I'm going to send you into the waiting room now so I can chat with her a little bit. Cool. So Sarah, tell us what Robbie looked like for everyone listening at home. I would say he has a squarish face. He has kind eyes. He has short brown hair, and most importantly, he has a cute, plump, but pointed nose. (laughs) So he gets your nose approval. I think so. (laughs) I'm so glad to hear it. Is he your typical type? No, but I am open to trying something new. You know what? I like that. Open is good. Okay, we're actually going to bring Robbie back in now. Okay, well, now that we've got you both back in the room, there's one final decision that has to be made, but this time the power lies in Sarah's hands. Sarah, you can choose to go on an amazing socially distanced date with Robbie and live happily ever after, or you can choose to go on a future episode of Blind Dating where we will set you up with two new matches. It's a tough call, obviously, but the choice is yours. So what's it gonna be? You put me on the spot. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) it's what I do. Um. Robbie, I think you're great, but I would like to go on a future episode, I think. Hey, no, no worries. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for your honesty. And Robbie, I'm so sorry. We're actually going to chat with you for a second. So Sarah, we're going to put you into the waiting room and bring you right back. Hey, Robbie. Hey. (laughs) How are you feeling? It's a crazy world. Um, I'm glad she was honest and upfront. I'd, I'd rather just know the truth what right away so um i hope she finds what she's looking for and i hope i do too i hope you do too maybe maybe would you be interested in still getting gracie's number hey yeah if there's no hard feelings they seem super cool so maybe you guys can hook me up well robbie thank you so much for being here today it was so great getting to know you best of luck in your search for love hey sarah hi how are you feeling where's your head at I feel bad. (laughs) I didn't want to hurt his feelings. It's definitely a tough situation, but you have to do what's in your heart. Yeah. I guess we will be hearing more from you soon, Sarah. Thanks for listening to Blind Dating. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. For more episodes of Blind Dating, follow us on Spotify and check out other Parcast shows all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm Tara Michelle. Tune in next week for a new romance or a total rejection. Blind Dating is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by John Cohen. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. Associate produced by Ashley Hanna and Alex Trickvedater. Blind Dating stars me, Tara Michelle. 